We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Morning Grind here. I am Drew Ferguson. Stevie still feeling sick, but we got me and Will again. Back-to-back days. Going to be breaking down this nice little 11-game slate on this beautiful Wednesday. Will, how you doing over there, my friend? I'm good, brother. Uh, so glad we got that news last night in time. You know, it's that, 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 that was a make-or-break uh, scenario for us. Because, you know, we were able to get these Baltimore guys and Cedric, Cedric Mullins barely made it over. So uh, had, had we got the original lines that are out now, the only person that makes it is Judge. So just once again, people, you know, make sure you, you hop on these things early and try to follow the news. Clearly last night, you know, if you weren't thinking about it, you probably didn't hop in there. But uh, it's imperative, man, to uh, utilize the news to your advantage because you've probably only got about maybe 120 seconds. Let's go two minutes to uh to react because if you don't it's gone yep yeah no there's nothing more important sports betting and i guess even dfs especially when it comes to nba be ready be ready to do something be near your computer be near your phone and you can make some money but we got a nice 11 game slate and i'm already getting sleepy because i'm old and stuff so i'm ready to break it down you ready i am ready i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready 
All right. Well, let's start off with the first game here. We got Phillies going up against the Nationals here. Chase Anderson versus Espino. Um, yeah, it's Espino. Uh, nine total. Let's start off with Chase Anderson here going up against terrible Washington team. Any interest in him? You know, Washington's terrible. I can't do it, Grant. Chase Anderson is just not tickling my fancy here. And uh, I, I'm very disinterested in rostering him. I know this Washington team is not what it once was. I get it. Losing Trey Turner was a big deal, but uh, I, I still trust these bats a little bit more uh, than Chase Anderson. Yeah, I mean, I do like the price tag, but yeah, he's he's just he's just not good. I mean, sub eighteen percent K rate on the season, just been bad to both sides of the plate. I know there's some bad bats, but at least they still have Soto and Bell. So I, I just can't really do it. Like, I'm not going to argue with it on this slate. 6K is cheap enough, but it's not something I really have any interest in. What about on the other side with Espino? Well, this is where it gets interesting because he is 6.3K, and I do think he could possibly get 15 points. Uh, I also don't think I – don't, I don't know if I'm going to absolutely need him on this slate. Um so that, that's kind of where I am. I've got another guy um, that I'm interested in, and then I've got another guy that I'm interested in. And so, you know, with uh, that are going to be kind of in that range. And so for that reason, I think I'm going to take a pass, but I, I am considering it on the low end, but, but I don't, I don't think I'm going to quite get there. Yeah. I think I'm out on him. Um, like, I, I don't know how roster construction will go, and there's not a ton I like in the cheaper range, but as far as, like, he's a sub-20% K rate guy, doesn't walk a ton of guys, but gives up a decent amount of fly balls, decent amount of hard contact, and there are some guys that can hit some bombs on this team, so I don't really mind going with any of these Phillies bats that have some pop to them. I mean, Hoskins should be back in the lineup again. Harper, Real Muto, Segura. Like all these guys have some pop. All these guys can take the ball to the yard. Even Didi, if he's in the lineup, I don't mind him at all. 3.7 K like this Philly stack is looking pretty nice going up against a guy that can give up a lot of bombs. I think you can one off look for one offs with any of those guys. I think you can stack them up. What about you? Yeah, for sure. I definitely think you can stack this team. And let me just say this, man, how quickly the tides can turn just a year or two ago, we were looking at the Phillies thinking who world series and, they're not a bad team, but they're not the cream of the crop. Man, how quickly things can change. Uh, but at any rate, on this slate, I do think this will be a cream of the crop team. I'm interested. Uh, I think this is a good spot for them. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it was as soon as they got Harper with Hoskins with everyone, like they were looking good, and yeah, they just haven't <laughs> haven't really yeah, it, paid off. Injuries, man. I mean, you lose. You know, real Muto sometimes, they just lost. Um, McCutcheon. Oh, geez. Yeah, McCutcheon. And then Hoskins has been hurt. It's just so many things happen could just derail a season. I, I know know it all, know about it all too well. Yeah, that's a little rough. What about over on the Washington side? I have no interest with in anyone almost any given day on Washington except for Soto and Bell. Those are the only two. If you want to mini stack with and throw in any cheap other guy, that's fine, but I, it's just Soto and Bell for me. Yeah, I think for me, if I'm st- if I'm playing Washington, it's pretty much full stack. Expecting Chase Anderson to have a rough day. Uh, I'm not in on them; like they're not my favorite team. But I think that's the approach I take. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that's a bad one. But let's move on to the next game. A little bit more interesting. We got 
The Yankees going up against Baltimore again, nine and a half total here. We got Harvey going up against a 10.2K tie-on. We'll get to that in a second. Harvey, any interest? No. Yeah, yeah, it's like Harvey against the Yankees. That, that's just a horrible idea. Tie-on at 10.2K, any interest? Ironically, I don't think I'm in on tie-on today. <laughs> and Ironically, I, and, he's so expensive. Yeah, I mean, at 10.2... I can't do it. Here, here's what I mean by that, though, Grant. He's been pitching a lot better recently. Like, if if you look at the game, like, like earlier this season, you know, he was kind of just maybe trying to find his way. But now he's kind of been a lot more consistent. And so I think he could get 20-plus fantasy points. But at 10.2K, I don't think he's got 10 strikeouts in this spot. So I'm, I'm not paying that. I mean, not when you got – I don't want to skip ahead. But, I mean, we got Giolito at 10-6. Like, what are we doing? No way I play Tyon over Giolito in this spot. Yeah, no, And, I mean, he's gotten a little bit lucky. I mean, you look at his game log, and over the last five games, he's given up four earned runs. And he gave up yeah. two home runs in that span. But he's still, still been get, allowing, like, six, seven, eight base runners every single game. He's due for some naked regression. His game log is looking good because he's got four wins in his last five. But realistically, he's not as good as his numbers have been outside of that one start for Seattle. He really, like, the underlying numbers are not great. He's due for some negative regression. On the season, he's sitting at a 5.27 xFIP. And you know what? I'm entirely fine with playing some Baltimore bats. I mean, he's given up a lot of fly balls both sides of the plate. Decent amount of hard contact. Again, these guys are cheap like they are every single day. I mean, Santander, Hayes if he's in the lineup, Stewart if he's in the lineup. Montcastle, all very cheap. And then Mullins and Mancini's are just good bats. I have no interest in Tyon. I have a little bit of interest in these Baltimore bats, but it's big enough slate where I don't know if I'm going to end up getting there. Yeah, I think if I'm playing Baltimore, I'm, I'm just kind of going to one-off hunt and let's see who matches up perfectly uh, for the pitch profile. And I think that's just kind of how – that's the approach I would take. But I don't feel like I have to stack Baltimore today. Um, it's not like we've got like 90 degrees and the wind blowing out. I think they'll score a few runs, um, but I'm not expecting them to score 10. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, I'd probably just do a cheap mini stack with Moncastle, Santander, Hayes, just uh, free some money up for pitching. This is going to, I'm not a big fan of the lower tier. What about the Yankees over on the other side going up against Harvey, who we always stack against and we always stack the Yankees. Are you just repeating? Yeah, I think it's wash, rinse, repeat. Uh, and, and we saw what this team was able to do. Now, look, I will say this, Harvey's been pitching a lot better recently, like past couple starts. Uh, I'm not buying into that. Uh, I definitely think this is a team you want to get involved in. You got Rizzo. I wish they had a couple more lefties, but Gallo Rizzo uh, is going to definitely be a Yankees combination for me. And then and then it feels like Odor should be a little bit higher in the order in this spot. Um, maybe, maybe not, uh, but we, we'll see. But I, I think, you know, th those lefty bats for sure are going to be our best options. Yeah, no, right there with you, obviously. Harvey, big fly ball pitcher, big hard contact raider or pitcher to lefties. Righties just gets a decent amount of ground balls has been all right against them. So I drastically prefer Odor, Gallo, Rizzo. Those would be the main bats I go with. But I'm not going to argue with a 4.2K Stanton, 4.9K Judge, 4.4K Sanchez. Any of those guys are all fine, but I definitely prefer the lefties in the spot way more than the righties. Let's go on to the next game here. We got Cleveland going up against Toronto. We have a 10 total here. JCM going up against Mats. Let's start off with 
John Carlos Mejia. No. Any interest? Nope. All right. Well, that was really quick and easy. <laughs> not going to argue with that at all. It's going up against Toronto. He's not that great. What about Matt's over on the other side? Negative. Okay. No Negative. Bats no. Cleveland Bats. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I think this could be a fireworks game here just overall. Uh, you know, b- both of these pitches have been bad. And, and Matt was doing a lot better. But then he went on the COVID list, Grant. And then after he's come off the COVID list, he just hasn't been the same. I don't care what anybody says. You look at what's happening. Hasn't been the same. Ahmed Rosario, Miles Straw, 2.3K leading off. Fran Mill Reyes, again, 4,600. Uh, Harold Ramirez, 2.6K. Oscar Mercado, Mercado, 2K. I mean, just a very affordable team to stack in a good spot. I, I like Cleveland. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite as high on them as you are, but I do like the price tags. Like Fran Mill and Jose Ramirez, both very solid plays, both great numbers going up against lefties. And Matt's is a little bit splits neutral if you look back far enough into the past. But this year has definitely been more normal splits. So I'm going to target those righties and Fran Mill and Ramirez, both the guys that I want immediately. But Harold Ramirez, not a bad play for the price tag. Straw, even though he's a little bit not great, still super cheap, probably leading off. Mercado, always a pinch hit risk, but super cheap like in some pop all these guys i'm entirely fine with ramirez and uh fran mill are both the two that i would go with right off the bat what about over on the other side with these uh blue jays yeah with the blue jays man look j- just stack them up uh cory dickerson is probably maybe he'll be in the lineup again 3.4k he's cheap um you know uh reese mcguire at the bottom of the order is cheap Lourdes Gurriel, 4,100. He's still pretty affordable. And then I guess we've got to decide, is uh, Randall Gritchick going to be back in the lineup today? Because he's going to be a little bit more affordable too. Other than that, though, Grant, if you want to stack this team, you got to get creative because they are very expensive across the board. And, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if anybody's hotter right now than George Springer. He's not hitting a bomb every day, but he's still hitting them. He's driving in runs. He's getting on base. Uh, I mean, George Springer's been incredibly hot, Grant. Had another big performance tonight. Uh, he's going to be at the top of my list if I stack this team. Yeah, yeah, no, I think this is a fantastic stack. It's just all about can you fit him in. And, I mean, again, why the blue, why the Orioles might be a little bit in play is just because you can get a nice 5-3 three, stack and you can still stack up the Blue Jays and afford some all right pitchers on the slate. So, yeah. I mean, if I'm going to the yeah, same one, it's Vlad, it's Springer, obviously right off the get-go, but they're super expensive. But any of the ancillary pieces down at the bottom, whoever ends up in the game there are going to be cheaper. They can make the stack work a little bit easier. So Blue Jays are probably the top raw point stack on the entire slate, maybe even over either the Colorado teams and maybe over the Yankees. Like this is just a solid overall spot and they could end up putting up a ton of runs. So I'm right there with you on them. I love them. It's just going to be tough to fit them into your lineups. Let's move on to the next game here. we got Boston going against Detroit, nine over under. Erod going against Mize. Let's start off with Erod at 9K. Any interest in him? So, so Grant, I'm in a conundrum here with Erod because here's what I think I know. I think the strikeouts are going to be there. The question is, can he not get blown up one of these innings? That, that's the question. Like, if you look at Erod's game log, Grant, this season, I mean, he's probably got six strikeouts at least, what, five or six times? 
But in those games, he's given up four or five runs. I mean, it's insane. And, he's and got typically, so unlucky. He's got. I know. So unlucky. It's crazy. And and typically, Grant, it's like he's cruising along, two innings, three innings, four innings. They bring him out. Boom. You look. You're like, wait a minute. He's got eight Ks, but he gave up five runs. What just happened? It's it's like a royal meltdown. And so, for that reason, we're talking about GPPs, Grant. I think I'm in on Erod. Let's see if he can get through clean or close to clean. And he's probably going to have a pretty good performance. Yeah, I mean, my main thing is that Scherzer is right around the same price tag. You can get Otani, you can get Gaussman for not much more. I'm a little bit worried about the price tag. If he was cheaper, I'd probably have some interest in him. And he still is due for more positive regression than anyone in all of baseball. He's sitting at 5.6 ERA, and he's got a 3.61 XFIP. Yeah, the guy has a say. yeah, the guy's a 3.62 Babbitt. Like he's only walking 6% of guys. He's striking out 27% of guys. He's giving up some hard contact, but not a ridiculous amount. He's a solid to very good pitcher. He's just gotten super unlucky. He draws a matchup going up against Detroit. My problem is the other guys in the 9K range. If I can't get the extra $100 more for Scherzer, I'll pay for him. But if I can get more money, then he's my favorite 9K and under. It's just I would rather get up slightly more just because there's so many other options. So that's kind of where I'm Oh, yeah, Scherzer and Otani at the top of the list for the price for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, Yeah, so let's – Detroit, Mize, obviously. No. Yeah. No. I mean, they could could sit him at 50 pitches, man. I'm just – I'm not playing Mize anymore this season. Zero. I did a little bit the other day when it was like a four or five-game slate just because it kind of made sense. Um, I think I ended up cashing with that line, but I wasn't expecting more than 15. I think he got like 15. Oh, okay. Oh, we got 19. Was that it? I don't know. Against Baltimore. Is that the game? That's the the only one he's gone seven innings recently. And that was 88 pitches. Yeah. That worked out pretty well for me. Yeah. They're giving me a little bit longer leash, but 8.8 K for a guy that may only go five innings. I have no real interest in, but I don't know if I have a ton of interest in, playing any of these Red Sox bats outside of the lefties. I mean, Duran, Evers, Verdugo, even Cordero. Like, I like all of them. And I don't mind, obviously, Kike, um, Bogarts, Martinez, any of these guys. But the lefties are definitely my preference here, and I have no problem with playing them on the slate. I'm with you 100%. All right. Detroit, I have no interest in. Yeah, I'm not playing Detroit today. Not doing it. All right, well, that was super simple. We're just cruising along here. I'm fine with that because I'm old and tired. Let's go on to New York going up against Miami. It's going to be Carrasco making a second start of the season, going up against likely Zach Thompson. I don't know. It's Miami. We're going to guess that it's Zach Thompson that are likely going to change tomorrow because they just hate everyone in the DFS community. Don't know why. Don't know if it gains any advantage. Don't really care. But Carrasco... At 8.5K, obviously might be limited in pitches, but still a solid overall pitcher, even though there's only a second start of the year. Any interest in Carrasco? The only thing that's holding me back, Grant, is that what I think the pitch count is going to be. I think he's at 58. I think he gets up to maybe 72-ish, 75-ish maybe. And I think that's the only thing that's going to hold me back. And then let me also say this. If Carlos Carrasco can get back to really good form, my God, the Mets pitching staff. I mean, this is Matt Harvey, Noah Syndergaard, and DeGrom all over again with him, uh, DeGrom, and, and uh, Stroman, and then the new kid they've got, McGill, that's developing. 
I mean, yeah. they they keep cranking out pitchers, but none of them stay healthy. That's the issue with the Mets. They just don't stay healthy. And this might be another one thrown into the mix. Hopefully not, though. At any rate, I, I can't play Carrasco at this price because, just because I think he's going to be limited. If I – honest – okay, if I knew Carrasco was getting 85 pitches, I might, I might actually play him at 8,500 because I think he could possibly get through five or six with six or seven Ks. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. Like, if he was going to pitch deep enough into the game, going up against this Miami team, like, obviously one of the worst in the league – projected 27% K rate in their lineup. Like they're just not great. And it's a solid overall ballpark, but yeah, I can't trust this pitch count. I don't think he'll get to 80 in that case, like 8.5 K. If he was seven K I'd absolutely go with him, but 8.5, I just can't do that. What about over on the other side? If Thompson does end up playing, are you going (laughs) to, are you going to play any of him? Uh, He's a respectable guy. I will at seven K. I don't mind a little bit of Zach Thompson. At 7K. I, I think he's tournament only, but I, I think that's a fair price for a guy that can go out and get a few Ks. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind that at all. Obviously, he's a guy who gives up a decent amount of hard contact, but above average strikeout pitcher, right at league average in terms of walks, like solid XFIP. He's not a bad pitcher. It's just all about, like, do I really want to play him? Like, Mets are a decent hitting team. He's 7K, it's just there's not a ton other in that range. I have one guy that I think I'd rather go with around there. That we'll I've get got to. one more that I like. <laughs> and it's probably the same guy. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, but, yeah, I'm probably not going with Thompson. What about any of these Mets bats? I don't think I have any interest in anyone outside of Alonzo and maybe Baez just because they can absolutely take him deep. He gives up a lot of hard contact, a lot of fly balls to righties. It would be those two power righties that I really want to consider. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm just a Conforto truther. I do think he's going to come around at some point. At 3,200, I'm willing to take a shot on him, a guy that we know has some power. And if he gets he gets rolling, he can start sending a few out of out of the park. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't hate that call. Like, if I want to make it into the three man, that's definitely not a bad guy to throw in. What about any of these Marlins bats? I mean, they're no, super cheap, but yeah, I'm not cool. doing it. I'm not doing. I mean. This is probably about as cheap as good God, man. Everybody's 3K and under. I still I, I can't do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't but know. Man, I, it, it's, it's tempting. It's tempting. It is tempting. I mean, Carrasco making a second start of the season. He did look good in his first outing, but you know what? It's like this early on, any number of things can happen. He can just not have it when you're this out of practice. It can it can throw you off like they're so cheap. Like you can, you can double stack them with the blue Jays and just hope that Alfaro or Aguiar or Diaz or Brinson somehow magically hits a grand slam. Um, any one of these guys end up with something because Carrasco can have some troubles like, and they're going to baby him and maybe the bad bullpen arms come out. I don't know, but I don't know. I, I think there's worse ideas in the world. Like this is shout out to blender. This is the definition of a vomit stack. It's going to come in at low ownership. So I I think there's worse ideas you can do just based on what it can get you on this slate, which is Toronto and which is the Yankees. So I, I think there are worse things you, you can do and just double barrel pitcher, get a good stack, double stack with them. I, I don't I don't entirely hate it, which is weird to say about Miami, but I, th- I think you can do that. I definitely think you can do that even against Carrasco just because of the, ridiculous pricing i would not five-man stack them 
But if oh no, mini, yeah, a three man mini stack with like Aguilar, Alfaro, and then name a guy, whatever fits into your <laughs> um, whatever fits into your stack, go ahead. But I, I would not do more than that just because of what it gives you. Let's move on to the next game here. We got the Angels going up against the Rangers. Otani going up against Allard. We have a eight total here. Let's start off with Otani, 9.5K. Sounds like you like him. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. I mean, Otani, you know, he had some walk issues earlier this season. And overall, that's kind of been his Achilles heel and pitch heel in the pitching department. But the strikeouts have been there. The XFIP is down. And this team strikes out just as much as anybody in the league. I'm all in on Otani today. I mean, he's number one on my list. Num- numero uno. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he's number one. Uh, he's probably number two for me, maybe number three. But he's right there with him. I'm probably going to double barrel top end pitching on the slate. Again, why I'm looking yeah. at these terrible cheap stacks here. But Otani, like, just striking out everyone, can put up a massive outing at any given time, like, just does work. It's it, it, He's just incredible. And this is a solid matchup going up against Texas, who's not great. They trade off their good pieces. They're going to have a 30% K rate lineup in all likelihood going up against righties. <laughs> like, it's it's just a perfect spot for Otani to end up with 10 strikeouts here, even if he does go that late into the game. What about over on the other side, Allard? He's 5K going up against the Angels. Obviously, Otani is something to worry about, but not really great outside of that. You have any interest in him? I, I still can't do it. And, and look, I've played Kobe in certain spots this season. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because he's he's got enough of a leash and enough upside to where if you get the right matchup, you can play him. I'm just not doing it today at 5K. I, I don't think I need to. I'm, I'm with you. Both of my pitches on DK are probably going to be 9K. And if I was going to try something different, it would absolutely be Zach Thompson at 7K. And let's hope he maybe goes five innings, six Ks, and doesn't give up any runs. And I don't expect any pitcher to get through clean. So I I can't do it. not playing Kobe today. Yeah. What what are you doing, dog? Dog, what are you doing? Sorry about that. Um, What about the – what about any Angels bats? Well, I think for me, you know, in in terms of the bats, David Fletcher, man, always a guy that – while he's not crazy expensive, um, he just doesn't strike out a lot. Justin Upton, is he going to return to form again? 3.4K, got a little bit of pop. Max Stasi, 3.9K, got a little bit of pop. And then, you know, we, we've got Mayfield down here at 2.6K. I think this is sneakily a team we can, we can play today against Kobe Allard. Um, you know, when you kind of look at his numbers on the season, uh, initially this season, Kobe was doing, you know, what I, what I consider to be pretty well in terms of if you if you looked at the uh, the eyeball test, uh, but you look he's at a twenty one percent K rate, four point seven three x trips, not walking a lot of guys, but the fly ball rate is rate is there, giving up a lot of hard contact, and so for that reason alone, look he's going to have some K's here, but if Upton gets a hold of one, Otani, Stasi, the ball's gone. Fletcher's got a six point six percent K rate, it's not going to hard strike out at all then we come down and we look out at 19.4 percent k rate to righties uh he's just not having a great time right now and so i i think these bats are actually going to be okay here i i I think they have a good a pretty good little run at least for four or five innings if they let allert come out for that long yeah i'm i mean i'm not against otani upton stassi i just we can't play otani 
But if you, so, yeah, you're right. But but I'm saying if you play, yeah. So I mean, you Grant, can throw in Joe that, Adele. That's the secret, though, Grant. If you can't play Otani and get the home run, the stat feels a little watered now. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, I just hate it. Right I'm now. with like, you. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Stassi and Upton is one-offs. Absolutely no problem with that. Like you said, Allard gives up a lot of fly balls, a lot of hard contact, doesn't strike out right. He's at the same clip. Like, I could I could see an Upton, Stassi, like Adele – to get a cheap little mini stack in there. It's not the worst idea in the world. They still have a decent total, um, but I, I can't really like, I'm not playing Fletcher. I'm not playing a lot of these guys like Mayfield, I guess you could, you can make a cheap stack. There's worse things that you can do. So I'm not fully against you, but I'm also just frazzled by this dog going crazy in my room. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> I think, I think a firework or truck backfired or a gunshot happened. And I, it just freaked out. In any case, Texas bats versus Otani. Guessing you have no interest. Nope. All right. I'm same boat. Let's move on to the next one. We got the Royals going up against the White Sox here. We got Carlos Hernandez going up against Lucas Giolito. Let's start off with Hernandez. Any interest in him? Nope. Yeah, that's real simple. He's not great. White Sox are good. The analysis is as simple as that. What about Lucas Giolito on the other side for 10.6K? Yeah, he, he's he's on the list. I think he's my number three. Reason being, Grant, it's just so for me, kind of how I was ranking it for me in my head. Cause I know we probably we're going to be close. I know, but I had Otani number one because I feel like for the price of the matchup, he was you know it's just a price. He's ninety five hundred, really good matchup. Giolito has an equally good matchup. He's a little bit more expensive, so he's I think he's he's number three because I think Scherzer is going to be my number two. With the price, but a worse matchup. So I, I I think the discount, it's too much of a discount, in my opinion, on Scherzer. But to answer your question, Giolito's in play. I mean, we saw what Dylan Cease was able to do today. And I'm not saying Lucas Giolito is going to come out and get six Ks in two innings. Uh, but, I, but I do think the Ks will be there. I think he can get six to seven with ease. He's got a really good leash. So, you know, I think I think it's possible he can get 30 here. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm worried about the price tag. He's 100% in playing tournaments and I will be heavily on him um, just cause he can get 40 points. Like he can absolutely go out there and dominate. Obviously Cease just came out and struck out 11. Like, Oh, this KC, yeah. This KC team is just like outside uh, of the 11? top three. They're, they're not great. Yeah. Yeah. No, he got 11. He, he was, he was dealing. I bet the under on his prop and uh, did not work out well for me. That's a whole bunch of money on my pocket, but oh, well, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you on G later. I think I'd rather pay down in the nine K range though. What about any of these Royals bets? Nope. Yeah. No, G Lito's just too good. I know he's had one or two bad starts this season, but overall he's just a very, very good pitcher. And these Casey bats were not really getting a huge discount of the ones at the top. And I mean, if you want to, play cheap with Dozier or Hearn, that's fine, but this is probably not the matchup to do so. What about any of these White Sox bats against Hernandez? Yeah, man. I mean, give me, and, and, I, and I'm kind of going to the, you know, lower middle of the order. Give me Gavin Sheets at 3,600. Like, if he's in the lineup, good golly, Miss Molly. Believe it or not, secretly, Brian Goodwin has been fine this season, and nobody plays secretly. him. He's been playing well. and But nobody plays him, Grant. 3,400. I mean, I'd really probably be, be starting with those two guys. I know they're a little bit closer to the bottom of the order. Sheets at 36, 
Goodwin at 3,400, and then that will allow you to get in Moncard if you want to, pick up an Abreu, play a Tim Anderson. I really like the balance of this team from a pricing perspective. White Sox, one of my favorite teams on the day. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind that. Um, like, Hernandez gets really wild. Like, he has some decent strikeout stuff, but this this White Sox team is just solid pretty much all the way up and down. I don't have a problem with any one, one through nine hitter, obviously Eloy being back. He's a very good hitter. Abreu, Moncada, Tim Anderson. We know exactly what they are. Sheets is a stud and he's too cheap. Like Vaughn's pretty solid. Goodwin's been good this year. Collins, if he's in there, not a bad catcher. Otherwise we got Zavala who can apparently hit out three home runs. Like, this is just a solid overall spot versus a guy that gets wild, gives up hard contact, gives up fly balls. This is a perfect spot for the White Sox. I'm in on all of them. My preference is probably Eloy and Abreu, my two main guys, but I'll and Gavin Sheets just for the price. But anyone one through nine is very much in play. Let's move on to the next spot. We got Atlanta going up against the Cardinals. Smiley versus Hat, nine total. Let's start off with Smiley. Any interest in him going up against this terrible Cardinals team? This is another tough one, Grant, because, you know, Smiley at 68 feels, feels like he can get 15 points here. But I still don't think I want to risk it. I, I think I'm more comfortable taking both guys in the 9K range or a Giolito with one of those 9K guys. For that reason, I think I'm going to pass. But he's he's borderline for me. Borderline. I think I'm actually, like, the price tag, if I need it, again, I'd rather pay up, but if I'm paying down, it's probably Smiley for me. I mean, this guy is a solid enough overall strikeout pitcher. He's going to be facing a whole lot of righties, which he definitely strikes out at a smaller clip than lefties, a little bit worse at, uh, against them, can definitely walk him a little bit more. But this Cardinals team is not great. It's not a terrible ballpark. It's going to be 80 degrees, which isn't great hitting weather, but it's also not terrible. Like, just the way that the slate is panning out, Smiley over the last 10 games, eight games, he's actually pitched pretty well on all of them except for one. You look at his uh, numbers over the last month, and they're really not bad. I mean, granted, his underlying numbers are bad, but he's he hasn't been bad, and this team has just been hitting terribly. Like, I 6.8K is the price tag. I think that he's definitely clearly in play for me. Whether I end up paying down for pitching, I don't know, but if I am, it's probably going to be Smiley just because I think I'll get 10, 15, possibly 20 points in this spot here. So I'm entirely fine with it. I will probably roll with him a decent amount. What about Hap over on the other side? No. Yeah, Hap's going to get absolutely destroyed here. The Braves are my favorite stack probably on the entire slate when you consider ownership, when you consider price tag. I mean, you got Solaire probably going to be batting up in the order going up against an absolutely horrible pitcher that gives up the most barrels in the league on a per plate appearance. Like he's just bad. Hap is not good. In my opinion, he's giving up a ton of power. Like I, I have no interest at all in Hap, And I love Solaire. I love Riley. I love Swanson. I love Duvall. I love Albies. I like all these guys here. I plan on stacking up the Braves quite a bit. Yeah, man. Same spot as yesterday, in my opinion. It's not much difference between Hap and uh, John Lester, in my opinion. And so 
same spot. I'm just going to stack the Braves why again. Did the, why did the Cardinals get that? I still don't understand. <laughs> like my two favorite no pitchers to, to stack against. And they're like, yeah, this will help our rotation. Some vets that are well past their prime and are absolute trash. Let's pick them yep. up. It's, it's just silly to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, Braves are probably my top stack on the slate. What about the Cardinals over on the other side going up against Smiley? Uh, I, I think you just kind of home run, huh? The thing is, man, I mean, I think Tyler O'Neill at 3,500 is probably going to be worth it on this slate. I don't even mind Harrison Bader. Guys that have a little bit of pop, um, sign me up. I, I, I'm not scared of Drew Smiley. So that, that's where I'm at. You know, I don't feel like I want to play Nolan Arenado over Austin Riley in this spot, but to get a little bit different, I don't hate it. I don't, I mean, Drew Smiley's not anybody I'm afraid of. Yeah, no, I don't, I def. I like O'Neal. That's, that's really it for me, but I'll play any of these other guys. I don't mind it. I'm just more on the Smiley side, but O'Neal is a one-off, just obviously ton of pop going up against a lefty that doesn't strike out a ton of righties, gives up hard contact and fly balls. He can definitely take the ball yard here, so I'm fully fine with him, but no real interest in any of the other Cardinals. I'm just kind of out on him. Let's move on to the next game here. we got the Cubs going up against the Rockies. 11 total in this game. Mills going up against Gray. Let's start out. Well, uh, do you have any interest in Mills? Nope. What about John Gray? I do have slight interest in John Gray. I, I think this might be a spot he could get through six give up two runs, pick up four Ks, possibly get a win. Um, so I do – I'm okay with John Gray today at 7,200. I'm going back and forth on him. Like, this lineup is horrible. Like, it's not good. <laughs> it's so bad, and Gray we, has You been saw a, what Kyle Freeland was able to do tonight. They pulled him after five, but he didn't have that many pitches. But I, they were winning by so much it was going to need to keep him out there. Yeah, I mean, he struck out the first three batters. It, it's just silly how bad this team is right now. And Gray, for some reason, has been better at home than he has been on the road. He's sitting at 3.14 ERA. He's been solid this year. He has strikeout stuff. The worry is he gets a little bit wild, but this team has no patience at all outside of Contreras. Like, none of these guys walk. All these guys aren't major league ready. It's going to be a bad lineup. 7.2K is probably too low of a price tag. Like, if I'm thinking about Drew Smiley, I think I have to think about John Gray, and I think that he could potentially put up a 25-point outing here. Like, it's not out of the realm of possibility. We've seen him do it multiple times this season, not as much at home. But John Gray is a solid overall pitcher, and we're getting that Coors discount. Coors hasn't affected him too much, which may just be random, or maybe because he's a pretty good ground ball pitcher. But this lineup is so awful that I, I, I think I'm going to play some John Gray today. Yeah, I like him. 7,200, I'm in. I'm in. All right, what about Cubs bats? Nope, just going to fade them. I faded the Cubs today, Grant, and I told everybody I was going to fade them. And I know the prices were cheap, but as I sat there and thought about the ownership, I said it's not worth it. The Cubs are terrible. Hit the X button. So far, so good. Yeah, man, Rockets put up 11 runs. Wow. Um, And and counting, they're, they're still going. Yeah, no, I could I, I give me an extra few G's if uh, McMahon actually hits a bomb here. But in any oh, case, wow. I mean, yeah, like, well, I say an extra few. It's it's like an extra fifteen hundred. So right in between a one and yeah. a few. Um, in any case, uh, 
Yeah, I'm I'm kind of out on the Cubs here. Like Gray is good. I, I don't mind Wisdom. I don't mind Hap. Like if you want to stack them, go ahead. They're super cheap, but I, I don't want to play the Cubs. This lineup's just awful. What about the Rockies over on the other side? I'm in on the Rockies. They're still cheap, Grant. I mean, Tappy 37, Rogers 35, Blackman 41. The the cheese is good special. Sam Hilliard, 2400. Hit a bomb again today. Just McMahon's 3,600. What are they doing here? I mean, we have, all these guys should at least be 4K, don't you think, Grant? Yeah, at least I, I, 4K, everybody. I mean, yeah, it's, this is just ridiculous pricing. And I mean, even Story's underpriced at 5.2K. Mills is not a great pitcher. Not like they have a great bullpen behind him. I prefer the lefties, so McMahon and Blackman, just because they're price tags and Tapia. But I'll play Rogers. I'll play Story. I'll play Crone. I'll play Hilliard. I'll play Diaz. I'll play anyone in this lineup. They're all far too cheap here. This is just a silly, silly spot for pricing. I don't fully understand it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely in for the Rockies. And if they're going to be low on like they were today, I, I just don't understand how things work. It's just silly to me. So yeah, play Rockies. Easy, open and shut here. Uh, let's go into the next game here. Houston going up against the Dodgers, Odorizzi versus Scherzer. Let's start with Odorizzi, who's 9.8K. Any interest in him? Zero interest at 9.8K. Will not be playing him. Yeah, I don't want to play him versus the Dodgers. Like, if he's 8K, this is just a clear bad price. I don't understand it. It's ridiculous to me. Uh, Scherzer over on the other side, 9.1K. Tough matchup going up against... The Dodgers, um, I don't know if Alvarez will be in the lineup, or it, lo- it looks like he was back today. Guriel uh, got late scratch, so he might not be in the lineup. Scherzer at 9.1K, even though he's with the Dodgers, he might not go as late into games. I don't care. Like, this is just a bad price for him, even in a tough matchup. I love Scherzer today. Yeah, this price is ridiculous. I mean, Scherzer should have still been 10K. He's nowhere near that. I mean, he's pretty much 9K. Uh, I'm in. Love Scherzer. Yeah, yeah. This play Scherzer. Any interest in the Houston Bats? Nope. I mean, Brantley at 2.7K. I, I well, don't hate that. No, 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 you're right. You're right. Brantley is always my guy. And now that you mention it, Cal Tucker's 3,400 as well. Uh, here's what I will say. Brantley doesn't hit a lot of home runs. But Scherzer's absolutely going to give up one bomb here. It's just who is it? I don't know. But it might be Kyle Tucker. It could be Brantley. Uh, yeah, at those prices, you're, you're right, Grant. I'm with you. I don't hate it. In fact, uh, I'm going over the price picks right now because I'm almost certain Michael Brantley's probably at four or five. Yeah, which is just silly because, I mean. Well, he's at five and a half. That's a walk and a single or two singles. And he's almost – if he gets two singles, he's over. If he gets a walk and a single, he's right there. So yeah. – I mean, this is yeah, a guy that strikes like out at a 9% clip versus yeah. righties. I mean, Scherzer is a fantastic strikeout pitcher, but this is just the perfect buy low spot for Brantley. Like, I – Yeah. I, I think – yeah, it's a pretty – I, I like Brantley here. Um, yeah. That's it, though. What about any of the guys over on the Dodgers? Now, the Dodgers – I mean, when you look at this team facing Odorizzi, who has the pop? Well, Max Muncy's got some pop. He's 5K. Will Smith's got some pop. He's 45. Corey Seager's got some pop. 
I, I think we just find a way to stack the Dodgers today. I don't think they'll get a whole lot of ownership because they are priced up pretty well for a guy that's not the bottom of the barrel pitcher. Uh, but but I think I think they can score some runs in the spot here. So I'm I'm in on full stacking them. You're just gonna have to get creative w- with what you want to do with your pitching. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. I think this is the sneakier stack on the slate because no one's gonna want to pay for them. It's late games going up against Oda Rizzi, who has some name recognition, but overall in the season, he's still sitting at over a five X fifth. Like these guys are expensive, but this team is now pretty much fully healthy. So they are super solid here. I really like this stack in tournaments. I think it's when is Trey Turner coming coming into the mix anyway? I, I don't know. Is he injured right now? I didn't even check. That's what I was trying to figure out. Cause I'm like, man, we haven't seen him. What is Dave Roberts doing? That's something I got to research on because if Scherzer's in the mix, if they get trade turn, oh gosh, it's going to get ugly real fast. Yeah, no, this team is just silly. I just bet Williams Hill had a boost for both the Dodgers and the Lakers to win the championship this year. I'm like, all right, give me plus 2,000. I'll I'll take that. I don't care. That's yeah. entirely fine with me. It'll make it fun and I'll have a little bit more money on the line after baseball season's over or less money. Who knows? Don't care. Doesn't matter that much. Just makes things more fun. All right, let's move on to the last game here. We got the Giants going up against the Diamondbacks. We have an eight and a half total. Gaussman going up against Gallon. Any interest in Gaussman? I mean, this guy started out the season just on fire. I think I'm in for tournaments, but he's not my primary guy. But for tournaments, I'm willing to go there. I mean, he's just been so wild lately. I mean, he's walk rate over the last month is all the way up to 12 percent. the problem is this team is not good like gaussman he's been beat up in his last few outings but prior to that he was consistently putting up 25 30 in every single spot i'm gonna wait and see where ownership is projected at but if he's gonna be low owned i really like him for tournaments he's one of my favorite tournament plays like he could come in at very low ownership and yes this this uh control issues has popped up but he's faced houston he's faced the dodgers weird outing versus pittsburgh faced washington faced the dodgers like you look at his last six games it's houston pittsburgh houston uh dodgers washington st louis dodgers like that's that's been his last few games and he's been pitching on the road so obviously getting a worse ballpark but arizona's not a bad ballpark this guy's a 30 percent k-rate pitcher He's good. He's very good. I wouldn't pay too much attention to game log. I'm willing to roll with it. I do not think that this Diamondbacks team is very good. Yes, they can know how to work account a little bit, but overall, they're just bad bats. I like Gaussman in this spot. I think he finds his control. I'm playing on using quite a bit of them. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I'm siding with you on this one. I think we're good. All right, what about Gallon over on the other side? Obviously, he just mows down righties, but he struggled quite a bit with lefties so far this season. Any yeah. interest in Gallon? I think I'm going to leave him on the shelf. And, and I think long-term, hopefully, he's going to be a good pitcher. I like seeing prospects and good guys, you know, continue to progress and get better. But I'm not playing him on this slate at almost 8K. Not doing it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm probably out on him, too. What about these San Francisco bats? Yeah, give me some Lamont Wade if, if he happens to crack the lineup. I know he was hurt. Yeah, it's 4,300. He hasn't really been that cheap all season for most of the season. He's been closer to 5K and over. Alex Dickerson, 31. Brandon Crawford, 48. I, I like these guys. I think this is a team that can score some runs here. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I always stack up the Giants. I like them. I like them going up against the righty here. I mean, Bryant's the tough one, but I absolutely love it. Lamont Wade's back in the lineup. Love him at 3.5K. Yaz is a fantastic play at 4.3K. And I'll play Posey, Bryant. I'll play Crawford. Like, I'll play any of these guys. I think this is going to go pretty low-owned. And it's a spot where they could end up doing some damage, especially if Gallon starts to get a little bit wild. They can have a lot of guys on base. So I like him. Uh, what about any of these Diamondbacks in the night here? Any interest in him? Uh, I'm going to take the fade. Yeah, full-on fade. I'm a big fan of Gaussman. I don't care about his walk issues recently. He's still a very, very good ace. I'm, I wish we I'm, still had him in Atlanta. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, no, he, he really came around when we went over the Giants. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my friend. Well, let's get to the morning grind game and get on out of here. Pitcher under 8K to get seven, six or more strikeouts. I can't remember the game exactly, but yeah. You know I'm yeah, actually, I think I'm going to go with Zach Thompson at 7K and hope, hope, and hope that he gets there. I've got one more guy that I like as well, but I, I'm, I'm going with Thompson. Yeah, I'm going with John Gray. Uh, just real simple. Cubs lineup, absolute trash. Don't care if it's in course. I'm taking John Gray over 8K to go under 15 points. Who's your bust today? Uh, Casey Mize. Yeah, that's a pretty solid one here. Uh, I'm going to go with Jake Odorizzi. Yeah, that's a terrible price tag. Um, expensive bat to hit a bomb over 4K. Who you got? Man, it's so many today. Uh, but I think I think I'm going to uh, stick stick with my guy, man. I'm going George Springer on fire. Let's see another one leave the ballpark. All right, I'm going to go with Austin Riley. Uh, yeah, that did two hits under 4K. Who you got? Um, let's go, Gavin Sheets. At 3600. Like I'm going Jorge Soler, 3.3K, super cheap. Yeah. Love he it. He had a bomb today, by the way, too. Oh, surprise, surprise. The guy with a ton <laughs> of power going up against a low strikeout pitcher that's over the hill in Leicester <laughs> hits a bomb. Yeah, it's going to be the same thing today. He's hitting two. Ah, <sighs> oh, gosh. All right. Team to score five or more runs. Who's your stack of the day? Uh, I'm not going to give you the Braves because that, that's kind of everybody already knows that. I'm going to give you a sneaky one. And, and maybe I'm a day too late on this. I know we won't get the points for Otani, but I still think the Angels rake in the spot against Kobe Allen. I still think they rake here. I don't mind that. I'm going to go with the Braves. I love the Braves today. The Braves are my favorite stack. So the Braves it is. All right, Will. I think that should do it. Thanks for joining. Stevie may be back tomorrow. It's all up to him. We'll see how he feels. Hopefully you get better. Get some sleep, Stevie. We miss you. Will, thanks for joining. Good luck on your contest tomorrow, guys. We're out of here. See you, kids.